Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, the ultimate education show on the forefront of the burgeoning edtech revolution. Join us each week as we interview the most cutting-edge edtech companies, content creators, and curriculum developers across the planet. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Scale It Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzaifa, as always. And in this episode, we are talking to somebody in the edtech space, but in a particular niche and corner of the edtech space that uh, I love, which has to do with teaching math. And today we have on a gentleman named Josh Denberg, who is the creator of an incredible app called Mod Math. So if you're not familiar with Mod Math, Mod Math is an app that helps students with learning differences to do their arithmetic homework. But it doesn't add, subtract, multiply, or divide. Instead, Mod Math works to set up any basic arithmetic problem in an aesthetically pleasing way and also in a very organized way. And by the way, as a math educator myself, working with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of students, uh, I know how difficult it can be to tackle math problems when there is an issue with the writing and it's just students just can't make sense of what they're putting down yet they understand the concepts and that can be really frustrating and mod math is a tool a free tool by the way to help students tackle uh, these issues and feel confident and powerful when they're when they're dealing with mathematics which can really change lives in a lot of ways well beyond mathematics so without further ado josh welcome to the show Thanks, Josefa. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Awesome. Glad to have you on. So as we before we dive into the functionalities of Mod Math, can you give us the background? What was the inspiration for creating this math? And by the way, for creating this app, excuse me. And by the way, this app again is a free app. So it's really done from the bottom of your heart. So tell us a little bit about how this came into being. Sure. Well, first of all, it's my wife and I started it. So Dawn Denberg is um, you know, She's uh, she's truly the inspiration for the whole thing, and it all really came about because our son um, uh, has dyslexia and ADHD and dysgraphia, and dysgraphia makes it really so his handwriting uh, was just unreadable, and dysgraphia often goes in tandem with dyslexia and ADHD and even autism and such. So, so, so he hits about third grade, and when you can't write a math problem, you really can't solve a math problem, right, as you know. So um, so my wife does research, and she's a journalist, so if there's a solution out there, she'll find it. Um, but she couldn't find anything. There was no technology that would help kids write, right? There's special papers, and we tried special pencils, and there's lots of voice recognition software like Dragon and um, even Siri, which is great. But um, she was lamenting to me one day that, you know, there's just nothing out there. So we're like, well, let's just make it. So we designed and developed the first version of of ModMath, um, the beta version, uh, to really help Henry um, with math. And, um, you know, paid for the whole thing. It uh, worked with the developer that I know. As I said, I'm in advertising, so um, we worked with the developer, uh, Matt Hazard, to make the first beta version. 
and um, and we just we paid for the whole thing, but really just wanted to make sure it was free for everyone uh, to use if if it would be something that was helpful, right? We weren't sure if it would be, but that's really how the whole thing started. And I can talk to you a little bit more about um, you know the LD community uh, and and how everyone's really tight. So. Uh, everyone's looking for these solutions, um, and so we created the beta version, and um, and people loved it, and it kind of took off. And I'll stop blathering from there. Maybe if you want to ask uh, any more questions or things that I've left out about the initial uh, inspiration for it. As you guys were working on it and building it with your developers and designing it, was your son Henry also a collaborator? And were were you bouncing ideas off him or saying, "Hey, you want to test this out"? How did how did that work? Yeah, he did. He used it. Um, he also wanted to name it for sure. So he named it, and um, and uh, and you know everything was kind of like, hey, would this help you? And and um, everything was still really frustrating for him. Um, all uh, fine motor is really difficult. Um, so having him test it uh, was a really good thing. Um, and it took, it always, these things take a long time. So as we're doing it, right, he's getting older and he ended up going to, uh, Charles Armstrong school, which is a special school just for, uh, kids with dyslexia and dyscraphia and other, um, learning differences like that. Um, so he was getting other help. His writing was not getting better, but he was getting other help at learning. So that was going on at the same time, but he was definitely inspirational in, in helping us figure out what was working and what wasn't working. Um, I think by the time we got it going, um, he wasn't a main user of it, you know, um, but other people were, and that's what was, which was really surprising. Like he was like, I, I want other ways to do this. Um, but other people were finding it incredibly helpful. So, so we kept going with it. I know you mentioned the LD community, and I just want to throw in, too, that uh, I've worked with a number of students with uh, learning differences over the years. And what's interesting is I I think you uh, talked about this in one of the articles that I read where you and your wife were interviewed. And one of the things, and correct me if I'm I'm, uh, misquoting you, but I believe one of the things you talked about was the fact that conceptually – your son had a great time, really liked math and was grasping the concepts, but felt as though he was not being able to fully showcase his math abilities because of these other issues and these these other things that were cropping up. And so I imagine that what you've experienced with mod math as it spread and, and maybe to some degree with your son, but as you mentioned, he got older with other students that, oh, my God, now – I can do this, which I always thought I could, uh, but now I can move past these these blockages. Tell us, tell us a little bit about your experiences with students using Mod Math, and yeah, have you have you heard back from them, and have they said, hey, yeah, we have experiences; it's been incredible. Yeah, for sure. So um, there's a couple of points there. One, yes, these kids uh, can learn, and as you know, the big problem is being able to express what they know. Right. Quite often, um, they not only can learn, they're often smarter than quote unquote normal kids. Right. They just, uh, there's this stigma there and they just can't express it. So, um, either being able to be, uh, tested orally or being able to walk around, um, uh, having music on, being able to chew gum, bouncing on balls, all these different things keep their minds, um, uh, help them learn and express what they know in different ways than, than kids in like quiet classrooms and such. So once they can prove it, it's been, it's incredible. And the, the quotes we get, you know, the, the feedback we've gotten from parents 
um, is pretty amazing. I can, I can send you some, it's life changing on a lot of levels for them. And we've gotten incredible notes from all over the country and all over the world where people have said thanks and, you know, asking for upgrades because this is the first time that their kid can prove what they know, because when they're just trying to write things in columns, just trying to carry the numbers, just trying to write out an eight, you know, they can't read back what they've written. Once they can, um, you know, definitely it gets, it gets pretty teary when we read some of these things. Um, and, uh, once these kids and these families really find alternative ways to, um, to learn and express themselves, it's, um, it's been really helpful. That's why we've, that's why we've kept it going, even though our son is now 18, um, and we're, we're getting ready to, to launch a, a, another version of it um, because people are still using it. So um, it's a nice thing. As we, when I, so I've downloaded the app, and I, I want to talk a little bit about the details of how it's used. But the first thing that I noticed, and I, and I know you've talked about this in other interviews and other articles, is the, let's say, arithmetic, but in particular, long division. Long division is something that just simply will not work efficiently and accurately when things are not aligned. So walk us through the process. How would a student download this app and then use it for, let's say, a uh, four or five digit long division problem? Sure. Okay. So first of all, I should say that um, I'm horrible at math and my wife is probably more horrible. So we're both horrible and can't, and can't do it. The app is simple enough and Right now, it's just Apple, but uh, I'll talk later about how we're developing more, and we're going to go Android and, and uh, Chromebook, etc. Um, you go; it has to be in the iPad store. It doesn't work on a phone, so you go to the iPad store, search ModMath, download the app, and it's free. There is a paid version that um, gives a couple of extra features, but mostly that to help defray. Um, development costs and we have to keep updating. So we have to keep spending money. So, you know, just trying to, just trying to bring in a little bit of money to help support the cost. Um, now when you're going to lay out a problem, there's two ways to do it. You either tap into one of the cells and that brings up a keypad and you're going back and forth between tapping on this virtual graph paper, so to speak to show where you want the numbers to go. And then you tap into the keypad using the symbols and the numbers to set up your problem. The new version also has a way where you can copy and paste. So you can just have the problem from your worksheet or from a Dropbox or from an email, drop it in. So kids can then work on the problem down below. Then you tap in, right? You set it up, you tap into the squares, and this allows you to keep all of your, um, all of your steps vertical uh, and keep everything in columns, even your, um, your carrying, you know, so you can have the little number in the upper left and stay vertical and, and keep everything straight. Um, so you're going back and forth between tapping on the screen and tapping numbers and such into the uh, keypad. And as you mentioned, it doesn't do any solving of the problem for you. There's no calculator, um, doesn't make it easier or doesn't give you any of the answers just lines it all up for you. Now, you mentioned being able to upload problems. Does that mean you could take it, let's say you're working in a textbook, you can take a picture of the textbook and upload it and it will put the problems in or or is it, is it something, some other function? Exactly. Right now, it's you can just take a picture of the problem, 
and upload it straight into the page that you're working on in ModMath so you don't have to spend all the time copying these long problems over. We had originally done that because ModMath 2.0, once people started using it, a lot of the requests that were coming in were they wanted more complex problems. Could it do algebra? So we started working with a, a high school algebra teacher to try to figure out how to how to take this fluid process of doing algebra and make it concrete enough to be on mod map. So things had to move around a little bit more, and that allowed us to have this feature where you could take a picture of the problem, pop it in, and then and then down below start doing the problem uh, because you know writing out some of those equations takes a good bit of time. That is awesome. And yeah, I can see that being uh, a huge benefit to a lot of students that I currently work with just as something where it's going to actually save time and then set things up in a, in a nice, neat way. So that's really great. Uh, what in terms of what's what's on the horizon for mod math in terms of new functionalities for more advanced math? Sure. So, OK, there's a couple things. One um ModMath 2.0 does do all algebra, and we did 2.0 with um, with uh, a new developer who's now our partner. It's an old friend, um, a guy named Jonathan Rose, who's fantastic, has a, a, a company called uh, Aptitude Digital. So he built with us the whole new, um, more robust algebra version with more features and has been, um, you know, the, the, the product developer, um, he's sort of the, uh, the head, the head of product, uh, manages development and, um, takes in user feedback and implements, you know, measurement analytics and all this stuff that also Don and I don't understand. There's so many things we don't understand. Um, but, um, so, so that's the algebra version, but really after we did that, it became clear that there are other tools, much more complex tools for more advanced math. And really the need was K through eight, was to have a robust enough product for kids K through eight. Because if you lose them, you know, in the early years, they're just gonna get so frustrated with math, they're gonna hate it. So um, the new version that we're gonna be doing, it's gonna be developed using a cross-platform framework. And that's gonna consolidate the code base and we'll be able to publish versions for iOS, Android, and Chromebook. So that's the goal, but the focus will be K through eight so that all the features are still there plus additional features, which we're still working on. There's a lot of things that have, you know, be nicer to um, teachers have asked for ways where they can just take the, the worksheets they're working with and download them straight to ModMath. That would be a really nice thing. So kids don't have to do any of the photographing of the problems and putting them in. The worksheets could be right there. We're already integrated with Dropbox, but we want to improve the Dropbox integration so that kids can pull problems straight from their teacher and then upload them straight back into Dropbox so their teacher has it all in one place. I see. When, when you look at your user base, where would you say, what would you say is the majority uh, user in terms of age? Starting in fifth grade is where the real needs sets in with fractions, decimals, um, and long division that gets more complicated, but not at the algebra level. So fifth, sixth, seventh, and into eighth grade 
Um, but when kids can start using it in fourth grade, they can at least get in the habit, you know, going back and forth between the, the pad and the keypad. Um, so that's the, um, that's the big focus right now. We're, we've got users in, I didn't even know there were 99 countries, but we have users in 99 countries, about 13,000 unique visitors at a time about, you know, average monthly is close to 2000. Um, and you know, it's increasing at almost 90% increases in users year over year. There's been close to hundred in the hundreds of thousands of downloads, but it's hard to know how many people continue to use it. But the users that are dedicated are using it for 15 minutes at a time, which for an app is generally unheard of. Um, so the users that are using it are really, you know, liking it and dependent on it. And because we're hearing more from, uh, teachers, LD teachers, special ed teachers, and schools, we developed a version that wasn't just a freemium version because schools aren't allowed to use free-based products. They have to pay for it initially, so we're told. Um, so there's another version for teachers in the App Store that can you know, just be paid for initially. It's like four ninety nine or something like that. This is all very cool. It sounds like things are going amazing for you guys as well. It should. I think I think the hopefully I can help spread the word as well to check out this software. And again, it's this app and it's free and it's been helping all these students. I can't believe those numbers. That's incredible. And just for one more time, uh, Josh, if you could tell us how to, how do students get it? Again, I know that you mentioned they have to have an iPad. They go to the App Store and what do they search for? Only search uh, on the iPad App Store. Search for Mod Math M O D M A T H. And be on the lookout for the um, for the Android and Chromebook version, or you can go to our website. There's uh, it's it's just modmath.com. Uh, got all the information up there. It's got a video of our son who's aged uh, quite a bit since we started this whole thing. Um, and and there's yeah there's there's questions and answers that are on there. And any questions that you have, also Jonathan uh, is a product. We see them all and we respond. Um, but he'll answer any detailed questions. Also, we have a Facebook page, so follow on Facebook for any uh, for any comments and questions as well. Sweet. All right, Josh. Thank you guys. Thank you both uh, for coming on and sharing everything about ModMath. And guys, if you want to check out more about ModMath, of course, uh, and you missed all that information, well, it's a podcast, so you can rewind. But if you don't want to rewind, you can go to scalarlearning.com and go to the podcast section and check out the show notes for this episode. And if you haven't done so yet, make sure to check us out on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search for Scalar Learning, and we've got math content every week, especially related to ACT and SAT math, and have a New math music video dropping anytime on Synthetic Division, so keep on the lookout for that. You can also follow us on Instagram. Uh, just go to Instagram and search for Scalar Learning. Thank you guys so much for joining, and I'll see you in the next episode. Take it easy. Scalar Learning. Give me that scalar.